Welcome to Pubbing It with Kevin. I'm Kevin O'Reilly. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching. Appreciate it. Uh, we've hit 17 subscribers on Spotify. Pretty happy about that. It's been slowly climbing, but it's getting there. Uh, recently received an email that was ranked 138 on Apple Podcasts in the wrestling category. That surprised the hell out of me. And got a total of 70 active listeners on Spotify. So we're, we're climbing. So let's let's keep going. We appreciate all the support and everything. And I'm just going to cut right out of the babbling. We're going to get right into our guest this evening. Uh, one of the hottest rising stars on the indies right now. You've probably seen him at POW, UWE, Rockford Damage, Inc., uh, JWA, I believe you've been there. Yeah. Yeah. JWA, uh, Chicago style wrestling, uh, just, uh, yeah, you've been everywhere and everywhere. And then the current, uh, pile heavyweight champion. Yes. And you are one of being real here. You are one of the most, uh, genuine and nicest people I have met in this business. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, the Moon Dog, Greg Murray. Greg, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. I was excited when I saw you announce the um, podcast on your uh, social media. I was like, I got to get on that. So <laughs> well, thank you for uh, having me on. No problem. You you've been you've been everywhere, and I really appreciate you take you're busy. So taking the time to sit down and chat with me for for well, we'll see how long. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, we've been on quite a few shows together, but I've never really, we, we've chatted and stuff and I've, I've, uh, probably annoyed you when I've sent you the creative wrestlers I've done on WWE2K, no, <laughs> I... <laughs> but we've never really had like a conversation conversation. So this is, I was really yeah. looking forward to this and, and, uh, yeah, so I guess I'm just gonna start off with just, I mean, you've been wrestling for what? Three, four years now? Two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Wow. Yeah, we... Three years in January. That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so, have you always been like a huge wrestling fan? Like, oh yeah, I was. Um, I've been a fan since I was ten. Okay. And it was one of those deals where like I wanted to do it, but I think halfway through high school, I was like, yeah, that's not realistic at all. Mm. So I, so I just fell out of it, got into hair, and then um, COVID happens. Yeah. And I realized life is short, so I mean, at least we could do is say we tried. So, and well, I mean, I've been here ever since, so yeah. I would say that it's it's worked out. I I'd say it's worked out for you as well. I mean, you've you've blown up. Like, I mean, you've wrestled. Wow, shoot, Illinois, Wisconsin, yeah, Michigan, Texas, Texas. Michigan, yeah. And, and going I, to San Fran next month. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I heard that you're going to California. How did? How yes. Did, How'd that come about? Did you just like put feelers out or did they reach yeah. out to you? I just sent, um, it was the Rhino seminar that okay. CSW hosted. And uh, I forgot who asked the question and why Rhino brought it up, but Rhino pretty much said, it goes, just send in your shit. Don't wait. It goes, don't wait for the perfect moment because that perfect moment may never happen. So True. just That's... Send, send your shit in. Just send it in. And, um, also, sorry, I probably should have asked if we could swear on this. Oh, I, no, totally, totally. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm Irish. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, so my, uh, 
<laughs> but he pretty much said, uh, uh, send in your stuff no matter what. Don't wait on that fancy new gear. Don't wait on this. Don't wait on it. Just send in your stuff. Yeah. And, and um, pretty much I shot my stuff around and I've been getting callbacks. So, like, one of them was uh, this uh, San Francisco promotion uh, waiting on for them to make the formal announcement so I can name drop them. Right. But no, um, that's fair. They got to get through this weekend. I believe they're having a show uh, this weekend. But definitely looking forward to uh, hopping on and uh, making the trip out there. I got everything all booked out, which uh, when Shelly the Bombshell saw how much I paid for a plane ticket and how much I paid for a motel, she uh, she's apparently now my road agent uh, from now on. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you pay too much? <laughs> I, according to her, I did. That's fair. Uh, to me, I... I I, I I looked at it. Goes oh, okay. That's not bad. Uh, I mean, it's like uh, it's about about how much I expected it to be. And then right. she told me to go to Southwest, and I went to Southwest. Damn it! And, and she's not. Ha- she's still not happy. So I'm like, all right. Well, <laughs> she goes just just send you just send everything to me. And uh, Joey Mayberry said the same thing. Send all your stuff to me and Shelly. This we're we're, we're going to avoid this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's good that you got people looking out for you. Oh yeah. So that's very awesome. blessed. That's awesome, man! Going out to California—that's really cool. Yes. That's. Uh, you, so you making the trip by yourself, or you got somebody else going to come with you? Originally, somebody else was supposed to come with, uh, but they canceled. So I was like, yeah. "All right, I guess I'm going by myself." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, I'm going to still make the journey, regardless. Well, of you know, I, I want—I would love to do the journey with friends because it's just more fun that way. But yeah. at the same time, you know, um, wrestling is. Um, not not as every man for themselves as you read in like right. uh, these wrestlers' books and stuff as it used to be, mm-hmm. but um, definitely it's still at the end of the day, I'm me on my own brand. So I was like, I still gotta go. I'm not yep. gonna go because my friend canceled. You know, right? Exactly. But it's all gonna work out. I would say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like with the constant road trips that I make to Illinois and everything, it does help to have people in the car for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, like yeah, if you you got a booking, you you got to make it. You can't can't cancel. Yeah, right. So. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry, I don't, I don't, I don't have my wingman. I can't go. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> you you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I was like, I, I, I've this whole this whole journey started with me by myself. I can continue it by myself if I have right. to. You know? Right. Yeah. But it's it's nice though that you and it seems like. <clears throat> that I can tell from, you know, following you on social media and everything and that you've got a really nice group of friends in the business yes. and that, and that, and like they say, you know, you hear stories of like people talking, like, um, the old guys, they say like, you can count on one hand, how many friends that you'll have, like good, true friends that you'll have in this business. But, yeah. and it, but it seems like you've got a really nice core group. I mean, I've met, uh, Mateo and, joey and i've only been on one show i think once with shelly but like from what i can tell how much she supports you she seems like a really great person and all of them are and so you've got a really nice core group of friends there and i that's that's awesome man that's really very blessed and then like even the people i'm acquainted with you know even Mm -hmm. like like there's people outside of that group i text uh regularly and hang out with when i can and you know um it's yeah, in wrestling, there's only so many few friends you could say you have. I think in life, that's life in general, though. So, no, that's like, very true. So that's why everybody I know and I'm friendly with, I, I try to, you know, check in every now and again and be still be acquainted in a way. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, just that's just how I am, you know. Right. But 
definitely, definitely am happy the fact I have, you know, as many friends, whether it be through POW or CSW or all around the world, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's great. Um, so you said you started watching wrestling when you were like 10. Yes. So I'm going to age myself here. <laughs> so how, what year was that? Like what era of wrestling were, was when you started watching? It was 2008. Oh God. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. It so. was, uh, Tommy Dreamer and Jack Swagger in an Extreme Rules match. Oh, okay. That, oh, that, yeah. That's what hooked you? Yep, I was hooked ever since, and I got to tell that story to Tommy when he was at CSW. Was oh, awesome. that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, he gave me a huge hug. I thanked him because, uh, like, um, there was a little sabbatical I had to take, and my phone I had, didn't have access to my phone for a few days. Mm-hmm. And then when I got it back, uh, one of the DMs was actually from Tommy. So I was like, you know, he didn't know me from a hole in the wall. He didn't have to shoot me a DM, but he did. Right. I was like, oh, all right, hell yeah. Nice. That's awesome. That's great yeah. that you got to actually tell the person that inspired you to be a wrestler. You actually had to tell them that face to face. That's wow. That's crazy. Amazing. Yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> so what what was it about that match that that hooked you? That like was like, oh my god, this is amazing. I I need to keep watching this. Growing up, I had the video games because, you know, uh, the video games were big. Even whether you were a wrestling fan or not, they were fun to play with friends. Right. So I would play the wrestling games with friends and such. And I knew, like, who Kane and Undertaker and Triple H and all those all those people were. But, like, yeah. I never knew how to find it uh, as a kid. Oh, I okay. All I knew was if I knew if I could watch it, I would definitely watch it. I didn't think search WWE in the search bar of my DVR when I was 10. <laughs> which, were, I mean, you were 10, you know? So, yeah. I mean. But I was still searching stuff like cartoons. I knew how to use the search function. I just didn't think you know. for some reason I didn't know how to find USA or sci-fi or <laughs> stuff. But it eventually came across. It was my dad flipping through channels and he found it. Um, so after that, I was like, okay, well, I got to watch the Raw the next week. And then – SmackDown was on regular cable at the time. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. go watch SmackDown too. And then, it, especially at that time, like I think our cable was on and off all the time. So at least right. we could watch SmackDown at the very least. Right. Then they moved to sci-fi and yeah, <laughs> couldn't do things. that anymore. <laughs> Damn it. Right. Sweet. So uh, was was Tommy one of your favorites growing, yeah. growing up, like right from the I get-go? Was, Tommy Dreamer, Triple H were definitely my first two favorites. And then later on, Mick Foley and – would I think my top three definitely would still be Triple H, McFoley, and uh, Tommy Dreamer. Nice. That's a oh yeah. That's a solid list there. Yeah. Yeah. Answered a question I was going to ask too, so that's perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> right on. Uh so yeah. So fast forward, what twelve years later? Yeah. You. I got to get into the wrestling, or yeah. So when you got yeah. So so how did. So you said COVID hit and you're like, okay, life's too short. You know, don't wait. Let's do this. Yes. What, how did, what was your process of like, did you just find like the closest school to you or did you research schools or what was your thought process on that? I, I would get these ads for a school out in Woodstock okay. uh, every once in a while. And um, it, the idea would be in my head, but like, nah, what happened? But again, with COVID, so I didn't do any sports in high school. Okay. I was 300 pounds. I, like nothing. 
There's no, I had no athletic of anything, had no background in any kind of character stuff. No, okay. like wasn't a theater kid. Okay. I was just going in on a prayer and a whim and just to see where it goes. And it worked out. Um, I think I started in July of 2020. Okay. And then I debuted, I had my first ever wrestling match January of 2021. Okay. And been here since then. Um, Started at that place in Woodstock, eventually moved on to um, CSW Academy in Chicago with Boz. And I'm pretty much a Boz guy. I've been training longer with Boz than mm. I did the first guy. Gotcha. So I, anytime I send in my resume, I always say trained by Steve Boz and the CSW Academy, which includes um, Hades and Axel Rico and mm-hmm. Chris Miller, you know. Okay. Um, then the first guy I trained with has a lot of heat with everybody. So I, oh, uh, that's I, fair. It was, Better to leave him off the resume. <laughs> no, that's that's fine. I get that. I mean, you know, you know it, it worked out. That that that's pretty common in this business. You yeah. know, a lot of people will get their start with one person to learn the basics and then move on. You know, yeah. to get more refinement and stuff like that. And and so it, it seems like that was the right decision for you too. Like it seems like yeah, you absolutely you hit a really good uh, school of CSW. I hear nothing but great things about the trainers and everybody there and. And the company, I just constantly see you see everywhere. They're on IWTV, aren't they? Yes, yes, they got the deal with IWTV <laughs> and such. Uh, my cat is interrupting the interview. That's okay. <sighs> oh, kitty. Get get on the chair, damn it. <laughs> stay up there, please. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. good, all good. Yeah, uh, yeah, CSW's on IWTV. They're like every year, it's getting bigger and bigger. It's mm-hmm. crazy because like when I first went there in August of twenty one. August of 2021, it was a vastly different company then. Right. And I think I look at it now, like the show prior, and I realize like how much we've went from uh, scenario A to the current scenario, and it's crazy. Like mm-hmm. it's weird because like you feel like it was yesterday, and right? You realize no, it was like no, it wasn't. It was two years ago. Right. <laughs> so, Jeez. So it's crazy too. I was telling somebody how. Some things feel like yesterday and some things feel like an eternity ago, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, it's just so weird. And, and I, I don't think it gets any better as I grow older. Oh, no. <laughs> Trust me. It doesn't like I'm, oh. I'm this November. I'll have been 10 years since I had my first match oh, and, and, and if thanks. Um, but it feels like it was just yesterday. Yeah. You know, it feels like you're, and you're yesterday. <laughs> and like I had taken two years off from like, to 2016 to 2018 yeah. and when i had my first match after that it, it had felt like forever since i had had a match going into that match so but it was a real short period of time so oh, yeah. I, I totally understand that but yeah you it does i'm i'm 40 now and it does not get any better so <laughs> <laughs> so you got that to look forward to um Absolutely. so speaking of first matches who was your first match then it with? was uh I believe so. I was under a mask <clears throat> at first. Okay. At, I, I I believe it was against Eddie the Bruiser Cruz. Okay. And then when I debuted as Moon Dog, it's one of those deals where like I think like first few weeks I was uh, the mask guy, and then um, finally when I debuted in January, uh, that's when I kind of start the official right. that's the official debut match of me mm-hmm. so like it would be against a guy named poncho garcia who uh he pretty much pr- predominantly wrestles in jwa now oh okay um a lot of the people that 
I started there, when I started there, a lot of the people after, who all left? Um, I think I left first. Mm-hmm. And then Inestra followed a few weeks after that. I, actually, it was Adam Stallion who left first. And then I think a year goes by, then I leave, then Inestra leaves, then they put their belt on Poncho and you know, Poncho wanted to have a run with it. So we we're like, all right, cool. Well, when you're done, come over. <laughs> right, right. Well, um, well, we didn't, we, it wasn't really like that. Cause like, um, the guy accused us of stealing people. We didn't, oh. we, we didn't, we didn't encourage anybody to leave. We just said, Hey, this is what, cause like, uh, you can only wrestle for him mm-hmm. Oh, and you couldn't, you couldn't go anywhere else. So gotcha. this is the first people, guy that you trained with. Is- yes. Okay. Yes. So people who train there, and saw me leave and saw Nestor leave. They're asking questions now. They're right. like, "Well, what's it actually like?" Because mm-hmm. like he would, he would, he would come up with like the the most like, "Oh, it's the worst. Everyone's gonna screw you over this and the other." And it was like, "Well, yeah, there, there there's a little truth to it, but he thinks yeah. it. He he frames it as everybody's out to get you, right? Which he probably thinks everybody's out to get him, but." Uh, <laughs> Is a, I, I'm paranoid, but he's a, he, he's a different level. Um, <laughs> he, uh, but just more reasons why I'm just glad I switched. Um, right. but yeah, pretty much they all left. Um, I know Anestra wrestles regularly and like AAW and CSW and these bigger feds. Um, Poncho, yeah, Poncho pretty much just wrestles at JWA, which funny enough, the guy who runs JWA also worked with that first person too. So <laughs> it's funny. It's just, it's like, right. It's, it just goes back to how wrestling is just a, it's smaller than you think. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, and I remember uh, at a Mr. Anderson seminar, he said, just treat everybody with respect. Be careful who you are an asshole to because yep. uh, uh, don't be careful who you're an asshole to on the way up because they will be, because when you're on the way back down, yep. you will see them again. You know, that's yep. their deal. Exactly. So it's a pretty good world to live by. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, yeah, it's like, you know, to quote uh adam pierce you know treat it you know treat everybody with respect you know exactly yeah it's just yeah it's, it makes sense like you know i know that there's a lot of assholes out there and stuff and it just i don't know it just i don't understand why they're that way but like yeah. i've you know i was taught by eric you know be humble respectful you know speak when spoken to if especially if it's like a vet you know oh yeah um, now I'm t- now I'm to the point where I'm like I can feel comfortable enough to go talking to everybody, but like for the longest time starting out, I was very, uh, yeah, just kind of like, hey, I'm I'm one of Eric's students, you know, like if somebody came around, but I did, you know, make sure, you know, that was one thing. Always get there, shake everybody's hand, introduce, and then, you know, be go on your way exactly. But yeah, but now it's like with Pow and everything, like you know, you you've been in that locker room, it just feels like a family there in oh, the yeah. UWE. So it's like, I don't really don't get nervous to talk to anybody anymore. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, so you're the pow heavyweight champion. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. I'm really happy for you. Really. That was when I saw that you won, I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I, like everybody, everybody was like, whoa, what? <laughs> Including myself. Right. But I mean, it make, you know, it makes sense. You're, you're, you're putting on the work, man. You deserve it. Absolutely. Um, but what, I guess, what did that feel like? Cause this is your first, 
ever a championship. But yes. So, what 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 was going through your head at that moment? Just <laughs> like excitement, right? Just pure excitement, especially when I won. Um, I try to. I'm debating. Should I finally tell the story? Um, <laughs> God, he's going to kill me for telling the story, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so uh, we set up the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was me and Spade at uh, You Better Work, the Pride show. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, me and Spade had the match, and he put me over, um, which was a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was one of those, it was like, oh, okay. He said, give me a backdrop, pin me. Okay. One, two, three. Oh, fuck. Get, get out of the ring. <laughs> Lily Pee Wee's like, get out. Get out. Get out. Here come, and then Lily, like, as I turn my head, here comes. <laughs> oh, shit. I rolled out. Um, So, sets up uh, T Wood. Right. Which uh, is crazy because my first match with Spade was literally a uh, the day before the, the anniversary of our first match at oh, T Wood. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, it was. It was it was really like just magical. Yeah. So get to the show. Um, talking to Spade, he goes, yeah, so we'll do this, this, that, and the other. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, I, again, I'm thinking, it's like, so uh, we go towards the end. I go for the, I go for a sleeper. Mm-hmm. Work in the hold, work in the hold, work in the hold. Mm-hmm. He's going down. I'm thinking, all right, he's going to, Power up, kick up, power driver. One, two, mm-hmm. three. Yep, yep. Um, as he's going down, he whispers, "Congrats, kid," and then passes out. <laughs> and I was like, my tears. I, I started crying mm-hmm. like instantly, right before the bell rang. The tears started. Right. So uh, <laughs> I was just. So I, it was a surprise. I was a surprise, and mm-hmm. um, I, 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 it was a great. I, I, I love. Just like, I texted everybody about it, and they're like, "Wait, you didn't know?" They're like, "Yeah," because you know these days everything's plotted out and planned oh, out yeah. and, and such, which is, you know, you, it, it's um very subjective as to whether that's a good thing or not, right? Um, but that was one of those moments where I was like, "Can all my title wins be a surprise?" Because like, I don't think you can ever get that reaction out of me. Oh, if I knew beforehand, for sure, <laughs> no, for sure, I, I definitely, definitely loved it. Uh, but. I want. I waited. Uh, I was gonna wait to tell that story after um, I lost the title, but I was like, you know what? Eh. <laughs> so I got. I got to tell the story, and it's no, Kevin's no. podcast. So who better? Yeah. Well, you know? and that that's that's great that you did because I my first title win, me and Hooks when we won the tag titles in UWE, exact same thing. We had no Hell idea. Yeah. We had no idea, and like Jamie and Mike had had the belts for a while, and they were like, we want to drop them to IPA. So, like, okay, cool. And, like, Eric was testing me, like, cracking jokes to me, like, stuff like, oh, like, belt mark or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or, like, they were talking about who else was, like, possibly going to win the belts. And he was like, oh, so I hear you think that you guys should win the belts. And I'm like, wait, what? No, I never said that. (laughs) Just testing me to see my reaction and stuff like that. And at the time, I was like, did I say that? I don't remember. Maybe I said something similar, like, racking my brain. But he was just testing me. And then day of the show, we're talking. It was going to be talking about the match, and the finish was they were going to Max because Max and them were splitting up. They were Project Max and Max yeah. 
was going to hit one of them with the, 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 that heart he has. Okay. And <clears throat> uh, it was Jamie. Or no, it was Mike. Mike goes down, and then I go for the pin because Mike just hit me with his move. And I, you know, pin him, and then Jamie's going to come up and put a foot on the ropes. Cool, whatever. So Mike hits me with the move. I'm selling. Max comes in, blasts Mike. He drops. I slowly crawl over, and I'm not looking because I'm like, he's going to kick out anyway. So, like, Mike's like, I was expecting was expecting me to, like, get on top of him so that he could hug me and hold me there so I had no choice to, kick, you know, stay there for the pin. <laughs> but I only put my arm on him. So you see, you can see on the video, like, last second, Mike's like, uh, and grabs my arm. But I'm not looking because I think he's going to kick out. And then the three hits, and, <laughs> and I just look back over, and you can clearly see on the tape me go, where's Jamie? <laughs> and then I immediately went, you sons of bitches, because, oh. because they told me the story about how uh, Yanni and Eric did that to them when they won the straps. So they wanted to pay it forward. And, oh, yeah. And yeah, that's just funny. And then look, oddly enough, Pee Wee was the ref at the time too. And I'm just sitting there and he goes, congratulations. And I was like, oh shit. So yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's definitely like, oh shit, did I do something wrong? Right. You're like, oh. <laughs> you're like, oh my God, he didn't kick. Am I going to get heat? Oh you my know? God. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like, and, and like they wanted me, me to hooks to stew until Eric came out to celebrate with us, giving us the like, no, no, you're good. But Pee Wee kind of. Kind of broke it by saying congrats. <laughs> but he had no idea that's what they wanted. But, yeah. So I, I totally get that story. I would love to do that to somebody someday. Oh, same. Absolutely. You know? I got to pay that. I got to do that. Because, like, again, like, I don't. I would not have had that reaction was, like, the most realist reaction I could ever give. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I Legit, because, like, um, recently I tried to. I try to go down like for an angle I did recently. I tried to go down deep and try to get myself to cry again, mm. and I couldn't do it. Right? I, was, I tried to. I I, I, <laughs> I I did the whole body motion. I did everything in the big cell, but I just couldn't get a tear to squeeze out. Right. But like that. But again, when uh, it's a huge surprise, you're like, what? 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 And then yeah. like it was like a movie because like, I'm sitting in the corner. I will, I want to say um. If it wasn't Pee Wee, it was Brian who was refing that match. Mm-hmm. But like, I just see the belt coming towards my face. I'm just like, because <laughs> like, this... uh, is this real? I'm like, yeah. I get you know, um, two and a half years, and like, you know, you go. Wrestlers are human beings too, and you mm-hmm. know, you have all we have all our self doubts. Yep. Uh, I actually have um, bipolar disorder, so like, I, oh. I get I I get days where it's like, oof, <laughs> it's rough. Gotcha. I make it through though. Um, but like, you know, there's times where I'm just overcritical on everything. And then I forget that, like, I, like you said in the beginning, like how much I've done in like two and a half years. It's yeah. like, I forget. Like, that's a lot for oh, someone in two it, and a half years. It is. You know? It is for sure. Like, like I, I got to remember that. And then again, the, the championship, I was like one of the most, in my mind, one of the most prestigious belts in the Midwest. Oh yeah. Longest uh, running company in the Chicago area. Yeah, you know, like that's a big deal. So mm-hmm. like, it's just, it's just, again, it's just one of those deals where like it, everything was validated. All right. the hard work was like you did. No, you you worked hard for everything you got, and I'm like, and I'm like, thank God. And the matches I've been having have been killer. Oh yeah, I, I've been I've been enjoying it. Um, I got to 
like three defenses in one month or mm-hmm. actually or was it um actually it might have been when was Lakemore? August? Yeah, August. No, four August yeah, four 13th. defenses. Cause uh that was when um I had to go up to Wisconsin because uh, the guy um it was for No Regrets Wrestling. Uh, the guy who was booking it hits me up and goes, Hey, you bringing the tile with you? I said, No. Because Jimmy uh, specifically told me it only leaves the house when you're going to pal shows. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm like, I'm like, all right, sounds good. Well, then he hit me up. He goes, uh, "Can you bring the pal title?" He goes, "We had a lot of, a lot of changes happen to this to this match." He goes, "I just need I need something to spice it up." I'm like, "Okay." So it's like, so I hit up Jimmy. I'm like, "Hey, this guy wants me to defend the belt up there." And I told the guy too. I was up front. I was like, "Well." Here's what we gotta do because we're doing this over here, right? And then same thing. Jim is like, "Well, just so you know, <laughs> right, right." <laughs> I remember what we're doing? I'm like, "I know," but like, which the guy was not was like, "Oh, obviously, of course, right?" You know, but like, so I got to go up there and um, we wrestled uh, Blair Onyx, uh, Alvin Gray, and uh, Trent Hammer, who's a student of Eugene's. Which um, I oh nice got to do a Eugene seminar while I was up there. Oh and, hell uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it was twenty bucks. I was like, shit, here you go. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, twenty bucks. <laughs> $20 seminar, like, I, what, what, what is there to lose, you know, at that point? Right. And, and it's it's getting the ring with Eugene, you know? Yeah. So, and it got, so, you know, I got to, got to have a fun little seminar, then had a four-way, and then headed home, because it was, where was it? It's like central Wisconsin. It was like three oh. hours from Oof. my house. <laughs> so, I was like, all right, bye, guys. I got to hit the road, you know? Right. Yeah. You know? Damn. But, yeah, it was like all the... For um, so far, when did I went? So August, September, going in October, three months, and there's six defenses, I think. So, hell yeah! <laughs> so hell yeah! I'll travel yeah. champion. Of course. So. Um, would you say that since you've, you know, now are holding a title or won a title, you said like you get that validation. Um, do you feel more comfortable? Not that you, you know, not saying you probably didn't feel comfortable before, but like, do you find yeah. more of a comfort level now that you're like, I can do this? Like, I, yeah. I'm like, I've made, I'm here. I'm at this level. They, you know, everybody's validating that I'm at this level. So let's, you know, I, it, I, I don't know if I'm <laughs> wording no, that no, right, I, but I, I think I, I know what you mean. And mm-hmm. absolutely, yes. Cause like, um, because if it wasn't, if I wasn't going anywhere, if I wasn't progressing mm-hmm. well enough, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, ha- I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I said, going to the uh, San Francisco booking, and then mm-hmm. like uh, you know the championship and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just one of those deals. Just like I can be, you know, you can beat yourself up. Like there's going to be a point where like when you stop and think, goes, okay, you're beating yourself up for what? Right. It was like, th- look at what you've done. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I don't know if I deserve it. Goes, really? Like, what have we been doing this? What have we been doing this past like year or two? Like, where I'm like, if I'm not at work, I'm at the gym. If I'm not at the gym, I'm at practice. If I'm not, and on the weekends, I'm always wrestling. Usually, mm-hmm. um, actually, the first weekend of this month, I had the whole weekend off, which was like, back in January. I would have stressed about that. Going, oh, <laughs> right? Nobody wants me. <laughs> but when I saw that now, I was like, oh, thank God! I get time to I, breathe. <laughs> A weekend off from both the day job and wrestling is so like hell yeah, right? <laughs> Let's do it. Hell yeah! So, so yeah, that that was uh, that was a lot of fun. But yeah, definitely, I would say the confidence is a lot higher than even six months ago. Okay. You know, right. yeah. So, 
you now you said you started off wrestling under a hood. Um, yeah. Was the Moondog gimmick always something you envisioned for yourself, or was that something that was like given to you? How did how did that all come about? I had, um, I think, my second week at the first place, the uh, the guy noticed. He goes, "You kind of looks like a Moondog." Because at the time, I had the short blonde hair and the, I saw the beard. Mm-hmm. So I was like, when he said that, it clicked. I'm like, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> I pitched. It's like, let's be a Moondog. And he was just joking, but like he was like, "Oh, okay, well, let's do it. See how it goes." And been a moondog since. And um, I try to change it to um, the dog face bastard, right? Greg Murray, because I figured, you know, there's moondogs on the indies. Uh, there's other moondogs on the indies, and then, um, you know, it's just a, in a way, a copy. But right. it was one of those deals where, like, I changed my name. But then promotions and fans just, they would never call me DFB. They'd always call me Mooney or Moondog. Mm, right. You know, it's like, no, like, I couldn't get it for the life of me. You know, like, <laughs> I got, to, I, I got to sell, I, I sold a handful of shirts, DFB shirts, but like everybody wanted that blue Moondog shirt. Right. Everybody it's, wanted. It's an awesome yeah. shirt. <laughs> I know, right? Everybody, it's just, they couldn't, it's like they just couldn't. So I made the announcement. I think it was back. It's, yeah, it's been a few months, hasn't it? Yeah, back in June, I think. That's when I made the announcement. I goes, you know what? From now on, here on. I think it was when I got booked at Second Wrestling when they dubbed me as Moondog. And I was like, you know. It's like, <laughs> I know a lot of people are trying to get on Second Wrestling. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to complain. And I think <laughs> I think this is, a, this is finally, after a million people screaming at me saying, don't change your name. Right. Finally, I think that was the, the, the straw where I'm like, you know what? We tried. Go back to Moondog. Right. And that's the best part. It wasn't one of those like, <laughs> oh, man, I had to take three steps back to get to get a better footing. It was one of those like, oh, yeah, we're, oh, yeah, we're, we're Moondog full time again. Okay. Yeah. And they were, <laughs> it yeah, like, it's like, well, I mean, obviously, because the people were still calling you that anyway. So anyway, it's like... so like, it was like, all right, cool. <laughs> so I it, it went back, and I think everybody's happy with it. Um, and also, like, I've put my own twist on it to the chagrin of some vets. Um, <laughs> what? That, you know, I'm wearing the flannel because, like I said, McFoley's one of my inspirations. I right. wear a headband because I wear the rainbow headband because of pride. Right. Um, but then someone someone pointed out how, like, it kind of makes you look almost like chill and hippie-ish. So then I started wearing the glasses. So right. it was pretty much my take on a moondog. It's like a modernized take of a moondog. Because, like, the original moondog, what's based off is, like, a street performer right. i think he's like a hippie okay. a hippie yeah he's right. yeah. like he dressed like a viking and stuff <laughs> and then the original moondog was moondog bane who cut promos who wore f- these colorful ponchos he had the big blonde hair the big the big blonde beard mm-hmm. so like i always point to that right because everyone wants to talk about rex and spot because of course they were on wwf right they're the they most, were more famous yeah more recognizable yeah exactly so like there's been a vet or two who would uh, critique me about how a moondog is supposed to be. And, you know, I'm, re- I, of course I'm respectful. I listen to them. I acknowledge right. and I, and I'll tell them, I'm like, well, you know, it's just kind of like a twist on it. It's, it's like a loose affiliation in a way. Right. Yeah. You don't want to be exactly the same as them. Yeah. You know? Cause like, cause then you'll get crap for that. Exactly. Like it's <laughs> like, it's one of those, it goes to when, uh, when I helped out at uh, NWA, 
uh, in Chicago, mm. uh, Tom Latimer was talking to us and he explained to us how you're going to get, no matter what you do, you'll probably get heat from somebody. You'll yeah. please this one person, but, be, but even though you please that person, that same thing that you please that person with pissed this other guy off. Yep. It's just, you know, it's one of those, just take it on the chin and go do what you can, you mm-hmm. know, but it, you know, and it's, it's great advice. Cause like, it's true. I learned that with the, the whole moon dog thing where like people are wanting me to just come out in jeans, don't say a word and just, you know, and such. But at this point, I've grown. I've grown it so much that like to go backward like that wouldn't work. No. Like I did it at I did it at first uh, when I first debuted, but then again, you progress you, with your character. You got you to. Know, you got to always evolve. Yeah, you evolve. You know, and and like I said, it hasn't hindered anything. Has things of mine. So yeah, I say what I'm doing is good I, until I, uh, otherwise. No, I'd say so too. I personally love it. Like. You know, uh, just the look and everything that's changed from when I first saw you. you yeah. Know, like you're like when you were tagging with um, Trog, and you got this mm. the 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 print. You know, the, was leopard print, leopard. cheetah print yeah. pants, your short, yeah. whatever. Like I'm like sweet, but it's still like in your style, it still fit. Like you're yeah, you're constantly changing and evolving, and just you're doing great. I freaking dig your promos. I dig your style, like how you talk and everything, like. You're doing great stuff, man. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously listen to everybody, but, you know, you still, when it comes down to it, you you do what you feel is right for you. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, no, that's awesome. Um, and you talked about uh, the headband for Pride. And so you've been on Effie's Big Gay Brunch, what, twice? Twice, yes. Twice. What's that experience like, and, and what does that, like, mean to you? Like, obviously, it's... Like seem like it's a real big deal. Like yeah. I don't I don't know much about the uh, I didn't know about Effie until like last two years, and I didn't really hear about Effie's Big Gay Brunch. I think until around the time that, he, that you went on. So yeah, yeah. Like tell me about that. I, I'm very curious to yeah know what so that's it, all about. It's a super card of LGBT wrestlers, so it's like a mania for. Mm-hmm. Gay people, <laughs> the gay mania. Gay so, uh, <laughs> nice. usually, so usually, um, he, uh, he, he'll fly, they'll fly in or they'll drive in or they'll put together people across the country. They'll sometimes fly somebody in from another country. Like, um, they like Pimpinella, uh, from Mexico and such, uh, for this year's. So Mateo and Joey Mayberry were booked. And they told me ride with because same thing when they got booked in Texas, they told me ride with, I got on the show, right? Rode with them to gay brunch, said my hellos to everybody. Uh, yeah, it's networking, to, get you out there. Yeah. Like you don't, that's what they always say. Like always bring your gear and always be ready. Like that's, and if always somebody gives do. you an opportunity to go with them, take it. If you're free, take it. Like, yeah, perfect. Makes sense. And sure enough, uh, when I say hello to Effie, Effie goes, Nice to meet you. He goes, do you, do you have your gear? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I got a spot for you. I'm like, awesome. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And I was like, like I was holding everything in my power not to squeal. I'm like, <laughs> 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 oh my god, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, sir. I would like, I would very much be interested in that. So we get to, uh, I get to give it being a scramble 
mm-hmm. and, and which was a fun experience. And then uh, this year happens, and Effie does the pride show for, that Pow does, mm-hmm. and Effie is a different beast. I think for anybody who's only experienced Effie at a gay brunch when he's like promoter Booker Effie, mm-hmm. I don't think it's gotten the full Effie experience. Oh really? <laughs> he is a he is a different animal. Uh, well, yeah, no with- <laughs> pressure about running the show or anything. He's just there right. as a worker. Like, exactly. Time to have and, fun. Uh, <laughs> it's just funny, though, because like, when I pull up to uh, You Better Work, come in to the back at the, um, what was the, the Brower House. Brower House, yep, yep. And he's chilling on the on that, you know, the couch. <laughs> oh, that couch. <laughs> the yeah. couch. Oh, he's, no. <laughs> he's, pa- he's passed out. He's deep in La La Land. So oh, I'm like, shoot. all right. Uh, <laughs> there's an infamous couch in the Brower House for those who don't know, and it's uh, it's it reeks. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll just say yeah, we'll just well, go. If he was chilling, he was asleep, and then Lily, he's from a zero, he's asleep. Mm-hmm. As soon as he wakes up, he's to a hundred. Oh jeez, yeah, and <laughs> and uh, just the like the everybody's entertained by him. Like everybody in the locker room is just like loving, like his energy and his, his, his talk and just getting to know him and how friendly he is. And then, um, me, we all took him out, me, Mateo, Joey, and, um, I believe it was Jillian and Martin from wrestling with unicorns. We got to take him out to a uh, Korean barbecue and okay. get to know more. And again, it was, he is, he is just, again, he's a lot, but he's <laughs> awesome. I nice. love him to death and I'll be forever thankful for him because he is, just from him saying, just for him, like being like, "Hey, you know, you, you got your gear. All right, you're on the show." Like, mm-hmm. I'll forever owe him. And then when he hit me up about uh, this year, and he goes, "Hey, you want to be on the show?" Of course, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Nice. So we we had the uh, eight man tag. Nice. Uh, my parents showed up. My uh, mom and stepdad showed up as a surprise. Oh, cool. Um, I think Spade and Angela got to be there. Nice. A couple wrestlers showed up, got to watch the show. And it's funny because, like, the crowd loves everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's not one of those, like, if you mess, if you flub up a spot, they don't do the you effed up, you effed mm-hmm. up. They, they, they go, oh, oh, oh. And then when you go to the next spot or fix something, they're like, hey, okay, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> like, we're back. <laughs> All right, we're back. Yeah. So, like, even so if they notice something weird, they're like, oh, okay. And then, oh, okay, there we go. Yeah. So, <laughs> there, it, it's a really great atmosphere. And it's genuinely, if this could be an annual uh, thing for me, I, I definitely love it. I want to go up to Philadelphia for many weekend. Right. Uh, I really do. And I was, in fact, I was going host like, oh, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> Screw everybody else. I'm going. You know, right. I'm going. But now as we get closer to the day, I'm like, oh, God, I don't know if I can. Right. <laughs> I want to. Right. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just got to, you know, it's the details. And again, like, I'm hitting up all these places outside of Chicago. So it's like, if, I, if I'm not careful with these trips, right. <laughs> I'm not going to have any, I'm not going to have the money to get to these places. <laughs> right. No, that's true. That's true. It's not cheap. You know? Especially no, the no. further out you go. This is all like this is where wrestling is like starting a band or it's like mm-hmm. you just keep, you know, you play, you know, you just you play and play and play, get whatever gig you can get and mm-hmm. just keep going and going, get the reps in and you just hope to get noticed one day. Right. You know, yep. you know and, and go from there. And it was one of those deals where like stop, just make sure to stop and have fun while you're at it. You know, mm-hmm. don't, don't be because like there's people I know people in the business who are just like. 
they're so worried about shit they don't have right or shit that they can't get or not stopping to enjoy the show they're on right now exactly not taking in the locker room they're in right now mm-hmm. and not taking in these experiences i'm two and a half years in and i could probably write a book <laughs> so that's yep. that's that's that's, how, that's what it would take that's what it takes to to stop enjoy the moment and enjoy everything around you because you're gonna have stories for years for a lifetime and years oh, yeah. and years and like with the with social media and the fact that you know, you know writing things down and trying to make sure to keep the memory alive or at the very least if i see something go oh yeah mm-hmm. i remember that and then it kind of come back to me you know that's one of the upsides of like saving everything. Yeah. Of course, you know, we don't know what's going to be bad in 10 years, Mm-mm. unfortunately. <laughs> so like something might come back up and then you got like, all right, well, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but that, that's, that's another conversation, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's wrestling is a, uh, is different. And there's a reason why not everybody does it because exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, it, 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 it'll weed you, it'll weed you out. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it will. Mm-hmm. But like, if you stick with it, oh my god, it's like it's yeah, it's amazing. There's nothing else it like it. Nothing, absolutely, for sure. Uh, that's what I mean. That's one thing that I've learned. Like when I first started, and like I was going to shows, like yeah, great, it was awesome. But like I was super nervous, still yeah. like going to all these new places. But like I left for those two years, and now that I've come back, I'm like, I never thought I was going to do it again when I left. You know, my intentions when I left was like, I'm done. Like I was done burnt out you know health issues and i'm just like no i just i'm done but then i got my shit straight and then i'm like i'm back and i'm like you know what this is my second chance i'm just gonna have fun and that's the way to do it i've been having a blast and it looks like you're having fun too and that's that's what i like to see you know like i like i like to I, i i gravitate towards the people that are there to have fun and enjoy what they're doing and that's why i like I always make a point to say hi to you and like, you know, if we get a chance to talk to you and stuff and you're one, like any, I know that you're on a show. I'm like looking forward to it. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so looking forward to catch up. You know? Exactly. So that's awesome. Uh, I got to ask one question because it, it like, um, you were, so I'm trying to phrase this in my head. It's nothing. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. It's not bad. It's just something like I was thinking about, like what questions I'm going to ask Moondog, and I'm like, I got to ask him about Rockford, the match. Okay. <laughs> like, because like, because <laughs> like, uh, I just like I want to know, like you. So for those of you who don't know, was it a triple threat match? It was a three way uh, street you, fight. Kazile and, and Spade. Spade. It was Spade. Okay, I was blanking yeah. on the third person. And Moondog <laughs> lost a lot of blood. Yeah. And uh, I just, like, I've bled in a match before. And it was, you know, so, but it was nowhere near to the extent that you did. And I was just, <laughs> and I'm just wondering, like, what was your thought? Because I saw you after the match. Like, when you came out, <laughs> when you came outside, I was outside with Mike and Jamie like smoking or whatever bullshit. And the next thing I know, I just see you coming out the back door and Angela's with you holding paper towel to your forehead and a shit ton more in her hand. And you have a shit ton of paper towels in your hands. Like, 
what were you thinking like during the match? Like, were you worried at all? Or were you like really f- like you didn't have time to think about it? You're focused on the match because like did you like in that moment realize, holy shit, this is way too much blood. <laughs> I think the very as soon as it started, I'm like oh oh god. <laughs> so uh, to to add context, so um, me and Kazile had a feud mm-hmm. in Rockford, and uh, I think yeah. the big bl- and uh, the big blow off was going to be. I think it was supposed to be December. But then uh, it turned to February, and then um, Jimmy inserted a spade into it because okay. Jimmy at the time was booking for Rockford, mm-hmm. and so it turned into if there's a December show, it's you and Spade, and then because I'll probably because I think Kyle couldn't come to that December show anyway, right? So I was like, okay, that that yeah, that works. It continues the story. Fuck yeah. Right. Um, so uh, the December show doesn't happen, so they announce me, Kazile, and Spade in the three way Rockford street fight. On uh, a show called uh, Saint Valentine's Day Massacre. Or oh, that's like that. right, it was um, on that show. <laughs> so, I I believed in it, and I think these days wrestling really doesn't need blood. And I think WWE has proved you don't need blood right. to mm-hmm. heighten drama and such. But I think it, it in small doses it could be effective. Yes, and. Um, if there was a, a match, I and I, I, I don't want to be that guy who's bleeding every match. No offense to guys who bleed every match. Right, no. Of course, not, nothing against them. It's just for me personally, I don't want to be that guy. Right. So, But I looked at that and I goes, if there's a time to do it, it's that match. Mm-hmm. So asking around, they said, oh, yeah, take a, um, take a Tylenol and drink a beer. Yeah. Okay. Um, Boz made the gig. Which, when Vic Capri looked at the gig, and I quote, "What the fuck is this?" Oh no! <laughs> and he's like, "Give me, fuck, give me his pair of scissors and shit." And he fixed it. He goes, "That, that's all you need." Because like all, it was, all I think all Boz did was just snip off a square and just wrap a little bit, like wrap tape in the middle and just. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Spade took it and like trimmed most of it off. And just taped what needed to be taped. Mm-hmm. Uh, he told me how to. He showed me how to do the pocket and everything. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. Me being me, though, I'm like, oh, what well, falls out? So I had another uh, extra layer of tape onto it. Right. Um, I drank a beer with three pills of Tylenol. Oh, geez. So <clears throat> later, I was told you just drink half a beer with a Tylenol. Mm-hmm. One. One. <laughs> well, uh, that's not what happened. Oh no! So I, I did the three. I took three of them with the beer. Get in the ring. It's time to do it. I'm having trouble getting it out because again, I put an extra layer of tape on it. <laughs> I was paranoid. So if you look back, you can see me <clears throat> messing with my wrist trying to get it out. Right. So I, I I finally get it. Kyle grabs me. Does the does the deal with the fork? Right. And I do the thing. It felt, it's funny because like Kyle was like ribbing me the whole time. He goes, you want to know how it feels like? You want to know how it feels like? Like, no, do not tell me how it feels. No, right, right. No, no. So then when I did it, it felt like if you take your uh, fingernail and just scratch your forehead, that's what it felt like Yep. in the moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so I'm like, I didn't know. So I, I kind of dragged it a little. And then <laughs> when oh. I pulled away. Uh, Chris Hedford, the ref, 
said when you pulled away you did this and sold so like that's why it has a tail oh so you got a little extra on the way out. oh no yeah. so it comes down it comes down it comes down more oh that's when i realized oh we're in trouble so <laughs> tiny on the outside's mortified and, Kyle uh, Bull was too. Like I had, to, I had to calm him down after the match. He's, he's like, I've seen blood on TV, but like seeing that much in person was, oh my god. <laughs> Chris Hedford was the ref, and Chris being there the whole time was what I think saved my ass. Because mm. like, he's literally putting a thing. He's literally like holding it. With, he's got the gloves on. And he's like, just relax, calm down, calm down. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm, calm. That's I'm breathing. Good. I'm breathing. I'm breathing. And it's he had me calm down so much that like I wasn't worried what oh shit what's next oh what's the next spot oh shit no I was so calm I'm like all right he had you. watching watching Kyle and Spade I'm like all right all right all right I gotta get up <laughs> like, right. I was just chill and Hedford every few minutes Chris was asking are you good and every time I'm like yeah I'm good. One of the, so by the third time he asked, I felt bad. I'm like, oh, poor Chris. He's probably freaking out. I'm like, I feel so. Like, I just start messing with him. I'm like, ah, I feel great. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And it was. I was feeling the moment. Like, you could feel the energy in the air going, whoa. Right. It scared families away. Uh, it um, did scare people. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there, there was a, there was an exodus a, a little bit. Yeah. And, um, but the people who stayed, it was funny because, like, I'd be during the meet and greet, like, Fans who normally come up to take a picture, they're just kind of from a distance waving. Yeah, like, up, hi, Mooney. I'll catch you when you're not covered in blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oh, I was awesome. And I had a memory forever. And I just remember getting to the back and, like, I'm walking there and Capri has a towel. Capri's outside the curtain with a towel in his hand. And then, like, <laughs> Shelly's kind of peeking her head behind like this mortified look on her face because <laughs> she was just like because she knew right but she she was like oh my god no 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 <laughs> i guess i guess um capri and jimmy had to hold her back from running out there right. a few oh, times wow i guess at the entrance while i'm walking shelly's yelling at vic and i guess she shoved him up uh, out front so that's why he was outside the curb with the towel like he knows, you know, like he's been through this before, you right, know. Right. So like, so but I he helped me out. He pet him and um. Uh, thankfully, I live in Rockford area, so like I got to go right home. Okay. Rinse off. Uh, Capri patched me up, and then uh, wrestled the next word the next day. Uh, so. <laughs> I remember seeing you on Facebook debating about whether or not you should work the show. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I went and uh, it was a tag, you know, it worked out. So, so yeah, you're fine. Not so bad. Oh yeah. And uh, I got told by a few people, I was like, dude, don't go. <laughs> just, call, just send them the pictures. <laughs> like, right? just, they'll understand. They're like, no, no, I'm fine. It's like, look, I'm still walking. I'm right. Just, oh my God. The next morning I was so dizzy. And oh, all I... I smelled, all I smelled was pennies. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and I was staying at Shelly's, and Shelly has uh, fifty dogs. Uh, so, like, oh wow! So she had to keep my. I, when I was staying in the guest room, she had to keep the door closed, and uh, because the dogs are like smelling. Like, oh jeez! <laughs> they're like, "What's that? What's that?" You know. <laughs> so 
<laughs> I felt bad because poor um he's got she's got this giant bulldog named Olaf and uh <laughs> Olaf adores it when I adores me when I come over. So mm-hmm. like he was like hoo, hoo, outside the door. Oh, <laughs> he's like because he, he wanted. Buddy. To, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was it was a trip, and I got to the next day. I felt like queasy, dizzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gave me like um. Shelly gave me this like purple drink that like to help I forgot what it's called, not electrolytes or something like that, or cellulite. I don't I don't remember what it is. But like mm. um pretty much help help with the dizziness. Right. And such. Uh and keep me stable. But yeah, I was that was fine, but like it was I the scar is finally like you gotta look for it now. Yeah, well that's good. <laughs> for like the first few months, I was like, this ain't going away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like shit. I'm like, well, Jeez. So I so they, they, I take a selfie every now and again. There's the scar, but then like recently, like especially with all the tanning I've been trying to do, right? I like look in the mirror. I'm like, where is it? And I'm like, oh, there it is. Because like you can see it, but like it looks like white. It's white now, so right. like you, you can't really notice it. But yeah, it was um when you had Jimmy Blaze tell you that that was the bloodiest match he's seen since like the early 2000s, oh wow, uh, <laughs> or something like that. And when you had uh, Spade say that was probably the bloodiest match in my whole career. Oh wow! <laughs> I'd say he did something. Yeah, memorable. Uh, yeah, I think the the white canvas didn't help either. No, or the white turnbuckle pads. Yeah, which, like, uh, all white. Oh, oh. poor cho- I, poor choice for canvas and turnbuckles. Yeah. I think, but the aprons uh, were disgusting. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I went out there to help change them. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, added ten extra minutes to intermission. Uh, it, yeah. it did. Yeah, that's so. fine whatever it was fine oh. it, like again it was like what a what a moment like what right. a, and just <laughs> just uh, i just i still think back to that or like the videos or clips of it post will, will uh get shared on my social media i'm like jeez yeah. and you know and that's so far been the only uh match and it's funny because um it got back when i was hoping at nwa uh Gary- yeah, so uh, that got back to us. I'm like, what? Because oh, Tom Latimer was there. Oh, that's right. So the next end of Asia goes, oh, this fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bled everywhere. <laughs> and then so all come, this fucking come kid back, comes to help out. <laughs> come back and Garrison Creed's giving me shit for goes, hey, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, so what happened? I told that. And I love um. Zach Hendricks from Country Air is like, so you're a deathmatch guy now? It's like, oh, no, it's... no. One time. A couple of people, they're like, oh, so you do deathmatches. I'm like, no. Wow. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be a deathmatch. No. It really wasn't. It just, I guess, in a lot of people's eyes, it turned into one. Just because yeah. of how much blood was there? How much blood. You know, there was there was a bed of nails. Yeah. There was a, there was a barbed wire board. Yeah, you know? that, that's just typical with Scott. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's usually his fights. Yeah, but again, I think like, I think like that kind of stuff every now and again. I'm down. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah, when it, I'm I'm of the same mindset. When it makes sense, sure. You yes. Know, you know, story it makes sense, and again, that was a blow off to a feud. So like, yeah, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. And I've had other opportunities, but like it was one of those. Uh, maybe no, it doesn't need blood. You know, right. <laughs> it doesn't need blood. Doesn't need blood. One thing recently, I tried to get blood, but it was one of those like day of. They're like, you know, no. Let's not let's not do it. Like, mm. All right, fine. Gotcha. All right, that's fine. I'm not forcing it on anybody, so I ain't right. force anybody to do shit they don't want to do. So exactly, yeah. I think the the first and well only time that I got 
color in a match too was with Gazile as well. <laughs> and <laughs> and in Rockford, but not for uh damage or underdog or anybody. It was uh, it was for a pow show when they did that uh Psycho Billy's outdoor show. Okay. The uh, they did I can't remember where it was at, but it was in Rockford. And that was yeah, and it was with Kyle. He hit me with the fork and it was a similar nah, I didn't get as much color, but like I got a talking to from Eric afterwards. Cause like, like you said, when I did it, it didn't feel like anything. It just felt like I was scratching and I'm like, do I have enough? Do I have enough? And then I hear, I hear Kyle talking to Pee Wee, and I hear the cue like, okay, here he comes. So I did one more real quick, but I got kind of close to center and you really oh. want to, yeah, you want to stay away from the center. Cause there's that big vein there. And I got really close and Eric was like, see that don't get that close ever again. Yeah. He, he told me that too. They of he's like, Mm-hmm. Don't don't ever get that close. He goes, you're supposed to go to your hairline. I'm like, yeah. Well, I thought my hairline was a little. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> like it was here instead of there. Yeah, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't. I, I keep my head buzzed now, so it's like, what hairline? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, Eric took care of me afterwards too. It was cool. He had a proud papa moment. He's like, my boy got color. I'm gonna clean him off. <laughs> right Photos on. all around. Yep. Yeah. All right, man. I. I would love to keep going, but we've already hit an hour. I'm surprised. So, Hell yeah. So I'm definitely going to have to have you come back on because, yeah, uh, this has been fun. Uh, oh, yeah, I could tell stories all day. Yeah, yeah and, and I love telling stories too. So uh, so real quick before we go, uh, pub your upcoming events where you're at next and yeah. hit people with your socials, man. When's this going to drop? Uh, tomorrow. I'm going to. Drop it Perfect. tomorrow. So, so as as you're hearing this, I'll be wrestling. I've wrestled in Janesville for JWA on Saturday. Janesville Wrestling Alliance on Sunday. I'll be wrestling uh, All Heel Wrestling in Woodstock. I'll be up in Milwaukee Friday the 29th for Fourth Wall Wrestling, and then October 6th Friday in Villa Park for Fusion, and October 7th Saturday for POW, where I will defend the POW Championship against Jimmy Blaze. Nice. I'm looking forward to that match. Oh, I I am too. This is going to be emotional, to say the least. Uh, But so... Other than that, you can follow me on Twitter, Moondog Murray, Instagram and Facebook, Moondog Greg Murray. I have a podcasts of my own shell shark network you can yeah. listen to uh, you can listen to uh me and my buddy zach review cartoons and talk about action figures and stuff oh yeah uh, that's something that's something i want to talk to you about um, absolutely so we'll, we'll have to hit that next time definitely yeah let's talk about like, all of it so <laughs> uh you can also follow us uh the shell shark network not only just on your favorite listening apps but on twitch and youtube as well nice. uh youtube is where i post all the vod from the twitch channel and i've been Playing Silent Hill 2 and uh, Red Dead, the first Red Dead game, and playing all kinds of different games. I, I bounce all over the place. Nice. So definitely looking forward to uh, doing that uh, later, actually, <laughs> when I get off here. <laughs> nice. So thank you. It's definitely. Uh, Brainbuster Tees is where you can get my merch, uh, my shirts and such. So please hit that up. Just yeah. search Moondog Murray. And other than that, I believe that's it. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but God, God forbid I remember. <laughs> right, so. right. Awesome. All right, man. Well, thank you so much again. I really appreciate it. This has been a blast, and I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to chat with me. It's, it means a lot. It really does. Absolutely. So, Let's definitely do this again. Oh, for sure, man. I'll, I will definitely hit you up again. Alrighty. 
All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening and watching. Uh, this has been Pubbing It with Kevin, and we'll catch you all later. Slancha.